Hello, goblins. We want to know more about you, our listeners, so we can try to get some sponsorship to support our network and our creators. We love podcasting and putting out content, but it can be financially strenuous, as we're sure many of you know. Head to cavegoblins.com survey and answer some quick questions to be in the draw to win a $20 Amazon gift card. Over a hill and under a misty mountain, deep within the unceded Musqueam territory of Vancouver, British Columbia, I'm Doug Vandalay with another episode of Comedy Zeitgeist. We're doing something a little different for the first few episodes of Season 3 with the Just for Laughs Northwest Comedy Festival on here in Vancouver. We'll be doing short episodes to fit in with some of our guests' busy schedules. You can follow the show at Comedy Zeitgeist and me at Doug Vandalay. I'm joined today by Colin Friesen, the writer and director of comedy feature film Sorry for Your Loss. Thanks so much for talking to me today, Colin. Absolutely thrilled to be here, even though here is not where you are. Yeah, so uh, my phone said California when I called you. I assume uh, L.A.? <laughs> yeah, if I, uh, if I look out my window, I can actually see the uh, Griffith Park Observatory. So it, it doesn't get any more in the heart of it than this, I guess. I mean, I guess if you were living in the Hollywood sign or something. You were telling me something pretty funny uh, before we started recording. I don't know if you want to talk about that again when I asked how you were going. Oh, yeah. it was. Uh, it's just been one of those days where I got a random call from uh, an agent I had 15 years ago asking me to dig up a script that never went anywhere because he thinks he might be, be able to resurrect it. And I had to let him know that it was on a floppy disk and I'm not sure I could find it. But there's nothing to make you feel really old about being in this industry than realizing a lot of your work is, you know, relegated to a technology that no longer has any relevance and soon will be impossible to actually, you know, access because nobody keeps paper copies anymore. So, yeah, that was my uh, my uh, staring into the abyss moment of the day. But, you know, I have them on a fairly regular basis. Do you, do you think you'll ever be able to find it? Uh, my wife is diligently working on it even as we speak because, you know, uh, it could mean money. Therefore, off we go. Well, good luck. I hope you, hope you do find it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Sorry for Your Loss? Uh, it's, uh, well, it started when uh, I stumbled across a story in the news about a guy who was arrested in Philadelphia. He was at an Eagles game. And he ran onto the field during the game to try and scatter his father's ashes because he was a big uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan, don't you know? And I thought, well, that's kind of odd, and maybe that's the basis for you know, some sort of film. And I started thinking about, well, how do you get to this point, and how often does it happen, and you know, is this a regular occurrence, and do stadiums get approached for this sort of stuff? So once that started rolling downhill, eventually it uh, – it came to me that I could uh, base sort of a, uh, a a little bit of a dark comedy on uh, a son who has to bury his estranged father's ashes and at the same time find out who his dad actually was. And as it turns out, his dad was actually a bit of a dick. So that's the movie. You don't even have to go see it now. Just, you know, stay home. <laughs> you already have the highlights. That's the whole thing. Oh, I guess we can just stop it there. Yeah, thanks. Uh, great podcast. Appreciate everybody being out there. Off you go. All right, so uh, you've also been a story editor on Schitt's Creek, I believe. Oh, yes. Uh, could you talk on that a little bit? <laughs> uh, well, I was uh, fired by uh, comedy legend Eugene Levy from that show, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, personally? It was, uh, uh, it was just one of those things where uh, it, it wasn't a great fit uh, for, uh, 
for me in the show. I wrote I wrote a joke he didn't like, and so I was asked to. Uh, you know, it, it was very polite. It was the most Canadian firing in the history of Canadian firings. Was, <laughs> he was apologizing to me. I was apologizing to him for making him apologize to me. It was just one of those kind of things. All right. Well, uh, sorry if you lost there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Uh, you broke yeah. onto the scene with a comedy short Farm Sluts in 2003, uh, which I watched before this. It was uh, really funny, actually. Oh, thanks. What has your journey been like from Farm Sluts to Sorry for Your Loss? Well, it was funny. Uh, I wrote a script uh, a long time ago. One of the first things I wrote out of film school called uh, The Big White, which uh, eventually got made with uh, Robin Williams and Holly Hunter and Giovanni Ribisi. And that was back when things could go straight to video. And this thing just kind of went straight to video. But uh, Fox Searchlight liked the script enough that they... Uh, uh, put me in this program called Fox Search Lab where they give you a little bit of money and tell you to go off and make whatever sort of short film you wanted. So uh, I, I, I wrote and directed Farm Sluts, and then I was dumb enough to call it Farm Sluts, which basically ensured it wasn't going to get into any film festival out there. Uh, I think we got into the Seattle Erotic Arts Film Festival, but that's about it. Uh, so, and after that, I was in movie jail for a while, but then I... Uh, you know, I've bounced back. I've done an awful lot of stuff that no one's seen because, you know, here's the thing about being a writer in Hollywood. You can get paid for doing a lot of work uh, that never makes it, you know, onto the screen. So eventually I just decided I was going to write and direct something on my own and just not sell it and hold on and see if I could find the money. And uh, the uh, telefilm came through and uh, Harold Greenberg Fund came through and some private equity came through and we managed to get the whole thing up and running it was uh uh it's you know it's like going to film school if you've uh you know if, if you're considering going to film school or just taking thirty forty thousand dollars and going and making a feature just go and make a feature you'll you'll learn twice as much on the set as you will in any classroom a lot of that is uh, reflected in an article i found that you wrote uh i've just written down a quote from there that that i liked the make your jokes plot points and your plot points jokes uh yeah if you can, yeah, I mean, not to get into the weeds with process and all that, but uh, if you can manage to do that, you know, audiences are so sophisticated these days and they, they consume so much material that if you can actually fool them into taking the journey, you know, into not being aware that they are given a piece of information or they're being told something to specifically make them laugh, if, you know, you can double up on all that, all of a sudden I think you're you're doing much better in terms of, uh, you know, pushing forward into making something that's really going to resonate with people. So did you use that sort of idea in Sorry for Your Loss? I tried. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I did my level best. There, there were points in time uh, in the script where it, where it wasn't that difficult, because when you're trying to find out who your dead dad was, and he's a uh, drunken Lothario who likes to go to strip clubs. You know, there's an awful lot of exposition you can put out while it being kind of funny uh, in terms of, you know, finding out where your dad liked to sit, you know, to see, get the best view of the dancers and that sort of thing. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I, I certainly took my own advice uh, in terms of what I said in that article way back when. So, you know, hopefully it worked out. Yeah, back to Farm Slots. Uh, that came out 2003. Yeah, back to farm slots. Back to farm Let's slots. Go back to farm slots. Yeah, that's all right with you. Yeah, by the way, you know, imagine telling your parents that your first short film was called Farm Slots. Just 
<laughs> and then they go to try and watch it on the web and they type in the word farm. So you get bad results from that. It was a mistake to name it that. I will never name anything something that stupid again. I mean, that's kind on. of meta. That's sort of the theme of the of the short film itself, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a, I, I describe it as, as a being about the, the, the dangers of uh, pornography in the workplace. So, you know, it's sort of a cautionary tale, seven-minute PSA when you get right down to it. So that uh, stars Chris Parnell. Yeah, we we uh, we found him. He used to be in a group that would do, that would read scripts. Uh, all the writers would get together, and a couple of actors would come over. They'd re- read scenes from scripts just to sort of you know see him on their feet a little bit. And he was the guy that everybody always wanted. <laughs> he he was just he is so insanely talented, and he could just transform into to different characters so as i was uh, thinking about who i could get to you know uh, pay almost no money to be in the short film uh you know i thought of chris right away and he agreed to do it and then the next day he got hired to be on saturday night live so he you know he spent a good week with us before he went off to become you know rich and relatively famous in new york well that was going to be my question was uh had he already sort of landed on the scene at that point uh, no, we uh, we had him first. Whenever I see him, I say, you know, I did give you your first big break. And he generally ignores me, so it's fine. Yeah, come on, Chris. Reciprocate. Yeah, yeah, you know, how, how tough can it be? But no, I, I, if I, I would love to be able to work with him again. He's just a, he's like just such a funny guy and a consummate pro and uh, brings his own books to set because there's a lot of downtime. And he just sits there and reads, so, you know. Oh, I didn't know that about him. Yeah, reader. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about or plug before we wrap up? Uh, no. Uh, well, let, let me just say that when I said, please don't come see my movie because you don't need to, uh, there's a lot of other stuff in the movie that, that is somewhat amusing. So definitely, uh, please, uh, I think our screening is Tuesday night, uh, the 19th at 630. Uh, so show up and, and laugh and cry. And, you know, you walk out of the theater wanting to, to hug your dad and Go to a strip club. I promise. Yeah, so check out Sorry for Your Loss, Tuesday, Feb 19th at Van City Theatre. I know I'll be there as part of uh, Just for Loss Northwest Comedy Festival. Where can people follow you online? Uh, God, I think I'm on Twitter, but what am I on Twitter? I don't know, but uh, my, my, my Twitter image is two pandas having sex. So type in Colin Friesen, and if it's two pandas having sex in a little photo, then you'll know it's me. Uh, it's, I guess I have a theme going in my life. My yeah, I was going to say that's uh, pretty on brand for a I conversation really we've had today. I find a therapist or something. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I, you know, I tell people there are two pandas playing hopscotch, but you and I both know the difference. Well, thanks so much for talking to me tonight. No worries. Uh, congratulations, and uh, I will hopefully talk to you down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Cave Goblins, and check out what we're doing over on CaveGoblins.com. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. It's absolutely the best way to support the show at no cost. You can find this podcast on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere you listen. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Comedy Zeitgeist. I'm Doug Vandalay. See you next time. I was told that once, Frost Cricket was a humble prefect of the Celestial City. But when Wanderlust whispered her name, she left to travel the Earth on foot. Her journeys inspired many stories, and those stories inspired other stories. Some idiot wrote them all down, and ever since, fools have been telling and retelling the tales of Frost Cricket. Hear them all 
on the Cave Goblin Network. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.